Today on the Political Theory of Everything, I will be giving you your daily dose of news for today's date, Wednesday, July 21st. To start off today's news, we have an article from The Daily Wire. The title of this one, Texas Democrats won't release daily coronavirus numbers anymore after 10% plus of members test positive. This is a report. So uh, obviously we've kept you updated since the very beginning from them leaving all the way now uh, for their stay and them getting COVID, which I find this hysterical because now all of them in the background of their meetings are, or their, their press interviews, whatever you want to call them, are wearing masks. So it's like, it's like, I mean, as I've said before, I mean, personally, I don't really care if you wear a mask or not, but it's just ironic. So the Texas Democrats who fled their state to subvert democracy will reportedly no longer release daily numbers on how many members have tested positive for the coronavirus. This comes after um, the 10% of Texas Democrats who traveled. Uh, this comes after um, more than 10% of Texas Democrats who traveled to D.C. tested positive for COVID. So I'm not going to read the entire article because it's really not that big of a deal, um, meaning it's you guys know already a lot that's in here, um, but it's basically an update. They're not going to release them anymore, um, and so it still seems to be six uh, with COVID-19, so there hasn't been an update past that, and um, this obviously they're still in D.C. Uh, they are yet to go back to... Texas and vote. Um, Texas uh, officials are looking for ways to remove them from their offices right now um, because they basically ditched and left their um, office offices vacant. So since they're not fulfilling their duty, they're looking for ways for them to be removed. Um, if they don't come back, the, that's an extreme. That's if they really don't come back um, or as a threat, possibly. But that's kind of what's been going on with this. Like I said, not a lot of updates. So we're going to move on to CNN. At least one person is dead and three others are missing after dangerous flooding in northern Colorado. So um, there's been a lot of flooding everywhere, but uh, flooding in northern Colorado claimed the life of at least one person and three others are still missing, according to authorities. And that was uh, said to... Uh, uh, today. So the Larimer County Sheriff's Office said in a news release it cover, recovered the body of one female and was working to locate another female and two males following the flooding in uh, Poudre Canyon area, Poudre, Poudre, uh, P-O-U-D-R-E Canyon area. Um, they will identify the deceased and how, it, how they died. Um, the local Highway 14 was open for traffic, but the river was closed from the fish hatchery to the mouth of the canyon until further notice. That really uh, doesn't matter to us for the most part, I imagine, because um, I doubt any of you live in Colorado. Um, it just talks about the restrictions now, but uh, there's been several homes damaged. Um, now there's a flood warning. Um, put out by the National Weather Service, Boulder, and so it seems as though five homes so far are damaged from what they can tell, um, but they are evacuating and um, uh, trying to get people out of the area to keep them safe. So um, we'll see what happens with that, but uh, Fox News, um, title of this one, White House Ways Pushing Masks as COVID Cases Increase. Um, 
the I guess I'll read the subtitle says the Biden administration did not immediately comment to Fox. That's the subtitle. So the Biden administration is reportedly weighing whether to formally urge vaccinated Americans to once again mask up as the country experiences an increase in the number of COVID-19 Delta variant cases. Apparently, it's like 80 plus percent of the cases that we have right now are the Delta. However, it appears that their death rate for the most part, viruses, as they mutate, get less deadly but more transmissible because if their host dies, they start to die as well. So basically, viruses will try to change in order to better survive. Um, and by doing that, naturally, they uh, start to survive better as well. And so for Delta variant, the death rate is like 0.03% or something like that. It's really small, but it does transmit apparent trans it, it transmits faster, uh, apparently. That's what it appears to. So um, you can't actually have a federal mask mandate. You can have like on federal land, you're required to wear a mask as he did earlier um, when he first got elected. Um, but you can't actually have like a federal mask mandate where everyone in that country has to wear masks. It's a state to state thing. Uh, so, I mean, it wouldn't really change too much if he said you should wear a mask. It, if the CDC said it, yes, and if the NIH, more so the CDC, but if the CDC came out and said everyone needs to wear masks, that would that's what would change states' opinions on whether people should wear masks or not. So we should really watch for the CDC, and that's probably what this is mainly talking about. Um, basically, they, they're hesitant to implement the policies that would explicitly mandate people to show proof of their vaccination status, which... Um, that's wow. Um, that'd be interesting. Um, but the talks have come as COVID cases have nearly tripled in the U.S. in recent weeks, and um, the seven-day rolling average across the United States for daily uh, new cases rose to more than seven, thirty-seven thousand on Tuesday, and it was at previously at thirteen thousand seven hundred on July seventh, according to John Hopkins. Um, Barely more than 56% of Americans have received at least one dose of the vaccine, according to the CDC. And of current COVID cases, uh, yeah, so the Delta variant is estimated 83%. I was correct, okay. Um, so that's just an update on COVID-19. And it's the thing is, with the Delta variant, it doesn't seem to be at all more deadly. It seems to be far less deadly. So, um, yeah. I just can't imagine too much will change, but um, we'll, we'll see, I guess. We'll keep you updated. Uh, well, obviously, the country will know whether or not they end up following through with those policies, but moving on to CBS News, this one's um, a lot different. Children incre- increasingly overdosing on marijuana edibles. So all across the country, this is not part of the article, um, but all across the country, states are starting to legalize marijuana. Um, Virginia did on July 3rd. Who else did it really recently? Virginia did July 3rd. I think they're the most recent to do it. Or July 4th, something. July 3rd, I think it was. And so, or July 1st, I don't know. One of those. It was July. And so, but states are starting to legalize it. And uh, apparently, they are starting to overdose on it. Uh, Kids are starting to, and it seems a lot of it's accident, but uh, we'll start the article now. Last month, Elizabeth Perry felt helpless as it became clear something was very wrong with her 21-month-year-old son. Uh, 20 month old, gee, 21 month old son, Oliver. Quote, when I laid him down in his crib, he kind of went rigid and started shaking and crying, end quote, Perry said. 
Uh, within an hour, he was in a Maryland hospital, and doctors determined he had THC, the chemical in marijuana that gives user a high, in his system. Oliver had managed to open a tin containing edible cannabis gummies that Perry used to help her sleep. To Oliver, it looked like candy. Uh, basically, she blamed herself. She, uh, oh, wow. Oliver had eaten 15 gummies. And apparently, he isn't the only child who has landed inside of the hospital for consuming edibles. Um, they're starting to rise. Like I, as I said, this is also the article. They're starting to rise as more states legalize it. And edibles are becoming more common in homes with children because obviously previously it was illegal. So most of the time it's not going to be homes with children. It's going to be home in, in homes with criminals. So uh, what would you say criminals just because it was legal? So um, the number of children under 12 who have ingested edibles at home jumped from 132 in 2016 to almost 2,500 last year. So now imagine the entire country has to legalize. You can see what's going to happen. According to the American Association of Poison Control Centers, these requ those requiring medical care jumped astronomically too. Um, Oliver made a full recovery and is back to his normal self. His mom, obviously, uh, the article says is not, and it's just very uh, traumatizing. But I think this is something certainly to watch for as it continues on, um, the the legalization of it, and especially a federal legalization of it, and the, the spike we're going to see in this. Um, and how this is, I mean, if this became a rampant issue, that would be quite unfortunate, but good thing Oliver made a comeback. So our next article, I'm going to play a clip for it just to kind of, not to bash, but just to show an embarrassing thing or an awkward thing that was said today by an official. Um, so I'm going to play that clip and then we will get into the article relating uh, in, indirectly uh, to that clip. The, the various shots that people are getting now cover that. They're, they're, you're okay. You're not gonna. You're not gonna get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. So that clip was from Joe Biden's uh, town hall that he had uh, uh, today uh, or tonight, I guess, uh, on Wednesday. And basically, um, it, as you can see by that, he said, if you get the vaccine, and I know it was a really short clip. It was only like about 10 seconds or 11 seconds or so. Um, and it goes a bit longer than that. He has a whole, it's like 30 seconds worth where he's saying like, he basically says, we have the Delta variant, which is really big in America right now. But if you get the vaccine, you know, you can't, it protects against those. You can't get COVID with it, which is where you said, where it's where it starts, where it protects against that in the clip. Um, and it was, that was such a bad, um, basically mistake by him that even CNN went in and fact checked him and said that you can. And so... Uh, it was Dr. Wen, W-E-N, from uh, who went on to CNN and said it. So I was kind of shocked. Where you know it's so blatantly poor when, you know, even like your biggest fan even goes, okay, wait. So it was just kind of like if you do get a vaccine, you can get COVID. And it, the point he, I think, what he was really trying to say is that if you get the vaccine, COVID isn't as deadly for you. And as we said last episode, is it seems as though for the for the COVID nineteen vaccine, it's not so much that if you get this, you won't get COVID. It's if you get this, you won't have super serious COVID. Seems to be, or, or you have a lesser chance of having serious COVID nineteen. Because um, here's an article from the Blaze, which we are now going to read in connection to this. Um, clip and in connection to what I just said, if it's, it's that it's supposed to be less serious. So here we go. 
The Blaze. Title, 49 fully vaccinated people in New Jersey have died from COVID-19. More than half of those deaths occurred in people who suffered underlying medical issues. So I think this highlight is how underlying medical issues really are what make COVID-19 so deadly. Are. Um, it, it's just, I mean, of course, people without underlying issues have died from COVID, but as we talked about for kids, none of them have died without, or it seems as though, from John Hopkins, um, Dr. Marty McCary says that it seems as though, based off what he can tell, kids, ha- uh, all 330-ish, uh, 35, something like that, um, that have died with COVID, died with COVID, not of COVID, that they had another issue that is what caused them to die. And so here's that other thing is more than half underlying medical issues. So starting the article, 49 fully vaccinated individuals in New Jersey have passed away from COVID-19 through July 12th. Garden State Health officials informed New Jersey advanced media on Wednesday. The outlet reported that according to a New Jersey Department of Health spokesperson, Donna Loosner, uh, over half of the people who passed away had at least one underlying medical issue. So, um, uh, uh, um, it says, of the 27 people with underlying conditions, so 27 out of 49, um, 17 had cardiovascular disease, 7 had diabetes, and 9 had cancer or other immunocompromised conditions. And so... Uh, continues on. Five had chronic lung conditions, three had chronic kidney disease, one had chronic liver disease, and five others are listed as chronic, uh, other chronic diseases. And so all the deaths were reported. Um, they were people over 50, um, with 30 of the 49 being over 80. So the two main factors of COVID being deadly, older age and underlying conditions. Um, 13 of the deaths were people between the ages of 65 and 79, and six were being uh, six, six uh, between the ages of 50 and 64. So that's where six out of the 49, but your heavy group, 30, over the age of 80, um, where we really see the two things that cause COVID to be deadly, age, underlying conditions. So uh, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports that 48.8% of the total U.S. population have been fully vaccinated, while 56.3% have received at least one dose, which we mentioned earlier in this episode. Uh, While the Pfizer, BioNTech, and uh, Moderna vaccines both require two shots, the Johnson Johnson uh, Janssen vaccine involves just one shot. However, the Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca, both one-shots, are having more issues, apparently, than the Pfizer and Moderna, so it's kind of been more popular to get the Pfizer or Moderna ones. So far, there have been more than 34.2 million COVID cases in the United States and more than 609,000 deaths, according to data compiled by Johns Hopkins University. Um, Oh, that's where it talks about just other people. U.S. Representative uh, Representative uh, Vern Buchanan, who is a Florida Republican, recently revealed that he tested positive for COVID-19 despite having already been fully vaccinated. So the CDC says a small proportion of people who have been fully vaccinated will still become ill. Um, you had that issue with the North Carolina State baseball team who got just, uh, four out of the six, um, or at least for the original when they got uh, removed, uh, four out of the six were vaccinated with COVID. You have the Democrats who all of them who have COVID-19 are vaccinated. The six of them are at least six of them. And so, um, 
Uh, you have the White House staff member. I'm imagining that they're vaccinated just because if you work in that administration, I imagine you would be vaccinated. But um, the idea is that the vaccines lessen it. And 49 people in New Jersey without a bunch of other data doesn't all of a sudden mean, you know, the vaccines don't work. Like, you're still you're still going to have those people who die even with the vaccine. I mean, I imagine there are people who get the flu vaccine and still die. But it was just... When you hear that in the town hall, Joe Biden say that it, it can it can deceive people uh, quite a bit by saying that in a town hall, saying, "Oh, well, if you get it, you won't die," or "or if you if you get the vaccine, you won't get COVID." Period. When you have these people who not only got the COVID nineteen vaccine and got COVID, but died of COVID, and it's just a very very deceiving thing to say on national television on CNN. Granted, only like. I imagine there weren't too many people watching it, but he's starting to go viral with a number of his clips uh, because they are so blatantly um, incorrect, uh, mainly being that one. But um, obviously a very untrue statement from him at the town hall. Um, And that, though, concludes our news for the night. Thank you uh, for joining us. Uh, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your Wednesday and a wonderful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening.